0: 59 in the Middle East of the, so the, the the gruesomest attack in modern time in Israel. October 7th, this incursion began. It wasn't Israel attacking Gaza. It wasn't Israel attacking the West Bank. And it wasn't Israel who murdered women children. It wasn't Israel that kidnapped women and children and babies. It wasn't Israel holding anyone hostage. There's been nothing other than democratic society putting people who throw Molotov cocktails, try and stab law enforcement, and many other things. It wasn't Israel that started this, but the world still condemns Israel on every single moment what i find most amazing is that the broader part of the world isn't discussing why isn't Hamas releasing hostages why isn't Hamas releasing the rest of the women and children why is Hamas holding people as terrorists do hostage i'm sorry and let's not talk about the way these hostages Were kept. Now, you want Israel to operate under the Geneva Convention, you want to treat Hamas as a military and Gaza and Hamas as a government, yet they are permitted to brand, let me say this again, brand, starve, drug, rape women and children. Welcome, everybody. My name's Stuart Brisgell. That's David Solomon. And this is a podcast called The Rant Network. We've been doing this now for 301 episodes that are now available on Apple, iTunes. And to keep things even better, we are an unfiltered conversation. So please, we're not PG. This podcast dedicated on a platform and expressing opinions, sharing thoughts, experience ideas from a variety of perspectives and definitely an honest, blunt opinion as David's so likely to say all the time. Join us as we dive in, in the latest news, pop culture, and so much more. But for the last 59 days, we've been almost daily talking about the absurdity of the world, anti-Semitism, anti-Israel, holding a country to a standard that in which itself cannot keep. Because I never saw the United States hold back from blowing the fucking shit out of the Taliban. I never heard of them taking it easy on anyone in the world. But Israel must be very, very careful. This vice president of the United States, Kamal Harris, is the second largest bigot I've ever heard of in my life. Trying to hold Israel, the only democratic country in the Middle East, to a standard that her self could never meet david take it away i know i'm way off topic today but you know you're not off
1: topic today's a topic really folks is anger wow that was angry okay it was anger disappointment and quite frankly shame Stuart, you nailed it you started it off well but let me take it a step further oh wow you can go further than that david wow in a about an hour and a half Thousands of us here in Canada will be rallying on auto, in Ottawa to be protesting quietly, peacefully, Return the hostages. We're going to be standing there on Parliament Hill begging the Canadian government to stop demanding a ceasefire in a war that's not a war. Okay, let's be realistic here. A war, like you said, wasn't started by Israel, but let's be honest with ourselves, folks, because honesty seems to be lost. Israel not only did not start it, Israel's trying to find the perpetrators. And you know where they're hiding? Inside of civilian homes, inside of hospitals, mosques. There are tunnels left, right, and center. And the world is telling Israel, be careful of the civilians. It doesn't matter that Hamas is hiding behind the civilians. It doesn't
0: matter.
1: I got to jump in a question. During World War II, David,
0: since you're a one hell of a history buff right when the allies were bombing the fuck out of germany france austria
1: everywhere did they drop leaflets Stuart, in history no army not (laughs) only dropped leaflets but israel called every cell phone texted every cell phone so like we we've done this But it really doesn't make a difference what Israel does, because here's the problem, Stuart. Let's take a look at what's going on in all the countries you listed and beyond. The United States, Canada, France, England, all the rest of them have been grabbed by the intestines by these Palestinian supporters and have completely buckled because they're afraid. Now, think about it. Imagine, if you will, I've come to your house and I've disrupted your house. I've threatened you and dam- I will damage your house if you don't give me what I want. But you invited me in as a guest. That doesn't seem to matter. Because what that, what's going on here in the thousands and thousands of protests that the Palestinian, so called Palestinian supporters are conducting, it's ripe with violence. It's ripe with threats, death threats. It's ripe with such horrific. Retaliations. Then here's what's happened in Virginia, Moncton, New Brunswick, and most recently in London, England. They decided we're not going to. They're not going to light a Chanukiah because they're afraid of the retaliation for the Palestinians. Now the London, England recanted and said no. They they under the pressure from the Jewish community, believe it or not, that's what it had to be. So imagine if you will, Stuart, all the Jews who fought in World War II because you brought up World War II, who fought alongside the Allies for freedom, freedom of religion, freedom freedom. We're under attack. We're not allowed to practice our own religion because we're afraid of what's going to happen by these so-called Palestinian supporters. Now, I want to tell you how nonsensical some of these supporters are. There's a wonderful social media video floating around. A woman in downtown Montreal yelling from the mountain to the sea. And when asked which mountain... Are you referring to? She goes, I don't know. It's the chant. Idiot. (laughs) This is what we've done here. This is what we've created. But here I am, like I'm saying, in an hour and a half, we will be standing at Parliament Hill, peacefully chanting, bring home our men, women, children that were kidnapped. Quietly and peacefully. You will not hear death for the Palestinians. You will not hear any of this being chanced.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that, David. You know the converse difference between the Israeli, Jewish, pro-Israel marches have always yeah. been free, are,
1: free, the, peace, love, let them go. It's not even worth it, Stuart, because you know what? It's not that anymore. Okay. How many how many
0: Palestinian flags were burned in Washington D.C. Zero, and we'll see zero today. How world. many American flags are being burned in Israel? Zero. Story. How many death to United States chants are 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 chanted in Israel? You don't hear that story. Wow, David. Well, let, wait a second. Wait a. Some moronic woman in Montreal, probably a former Concordia student, chanting from the river to the sea, and
1: not know where no, the no, river no, no, is. Story. Story. Not the river. The mountain. The mountain. Channel yeah, two. she probably oh, she was a concordia student. Oh, so yeah. here's the thing, Stuart. Stuart, forget about that. Stuart, forget about that. The point is, is that this world is a disappointment. The United Nations women finally, after two months, here's 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 absurdity. After two months, condemned Hamas. It took two months for them to condemn Hamas. However, the United Nations has decided that it needs to investigate these claims. And do you know who runs the, who will run this investigation, Stuart? Take one guess. Iran. (laughs) So they're going to lead it because it's under human rights. So therefore, Iran leads the investigation. Nobody finds any irony in that, right? Nobody finds any irony in the fact that you open the doors to these, to, Billions of dollars in university, you know, grants from the Middle East who've paid to put in racist professors in place, chairs, you name it. There's no irony whatsoever that you've got politicians all of a sudden now chanting for death, not only to Israel, but to the country that they are claiming to be part of. You have Rashida Tlaib, who's the president of the United States. You've got others around the world who've threatened. And now you're asking yourself, how did we get here? Or do we still blame the Jew, which is the easiest thing to do, because the Jew has created this problem. You know, I I was was talking with a lip tart. Stuart, before you get into your story, I want to ask one question. Did anybody blame... The Russians who lived in the United States for Putin invading Ukraine? No, it was Putin. Did anybody blame Zelensky and any Ukrainians for being attacked? No, but every Jew around the world, whether you are a practicing Jew or a non practicing Jew, has a target on its back. Explain that to me why the world hates us so bloody. Much, You know, this reminds me
0: of the litards that were yelling and screaming David Duke, who, by the way, is, is no one in the world that today in modern politics would ever get elected because he is a very bad person. But you know what they also forget? Duke was an unsuccessful Democrat candidate. He ran for the 1988 Democratic presidential nominee. Yeah. Yep, but they hold him out as being a Republican. You understand that? They don't believe David Duke, the racist that was running for the president of the United States, was a Democrat. They blame the Republicans. This litard not only didn't know where the mountain was, doesn't know where the sea is. But the racism that exists within the left wing of the Democratic Party is no different than David Duke. That's the point of this, David. This has existed for decades. It's not the first time. This is from the 1980s. Stuart,
1: Stuart it actually gets even worse than this. And this is where the world is just so bloody blind it doesn't care. The so called head of Hamas. Said that October 7th was a trial run. It was a practice. And more are to come, not only in Israel, but around the world. The Houthis are attacking boats, you know, and they're saying, Oh, we're going after Israeli boats, but really it's targeting American boats, and it goes really quietly. Bye. Nobody says boo. You have had stabbings, you've had terror, you've had internal attacks by people. Who claim they want to they want to eradicate Israel? You know, Israel is being told you need to force a two-state solution one way or another. And yet, the people we're supposedly supposed to be negotiating with are still calling for death to Jews, death to Israel, death to America, death to the West. They want a, a global, you know, you know, uh, you know, caliphate. And yet, what's the problem here? Israel has to be careful. The Jew is responsible. Stuart, I'm going to tell you, in an hour and a half, it's going to be a very peaceful march, despite the, the 10 inches of snow we got here. People are going to be out quietly, peacefully, begging the Canadian government to ask Hamas, Red Cross, to help get Our hostages back. The Red Cross has been a disappointment in that they, oh, we're trying. They've done very little to nothing to help Israel. They haven't demanded, you know, yelling and screaming to be let in to find the hostages. That's their role. But they're not doing squat for that. You've got others around the world who claim to do for others but won't do for Jews. The bottom line is Stuart, the Jew is still the outlier. The Jew is still the outcast. The Jew is still the scapegoat. And that anger is is unbelievably frustrating. Now, the only difference between now and the 1930s is we have a state of Israel. Because if we didn't have a state of Israel, we'd be in even bigger trouble.
0: David, I wish you a safe travel. I hope you, you come back with your voice, take pictures, take videos, post them all live. we Will do. But I think it's time to wrap it up. Thanks for joining today's episode every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern. Listen to the Rant Network. Catch us on your vertical, whether it's iTunes, whether it's YouTube, whether it's sometimes on Facebook when we don't say something to piss them off. We hope you've enjoyed this conversation, gained some valuable insight. We appreciate your support. Join us next time on another thought-provoking conversation. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us. We like our likes. Remember, we're always interested in hearing from you. David, say goodbye.
1: Stay well, everybody.